away with this channel too. Ah. Uh, okay, we're live. <laughs> I know, I know. Same. Hit the record channel right next time. So we could start out right. We did start out right. Oh, you're just talking already? too much. Yes. What? What? Yes. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Beta Report. This is episode 28. 28. 28. 28. Dude, we're close to 30. We're close to 30. Close. I'm trying to think of an athlete, a famous athlete who wears 28. There is none. Mm. Should we be on the 30 for 30 on the ESPN show? Yeah, we should. We should. We should. I'm going to take that theme music. I am one of your co-hosts. We'll start off the way we usually do. I am Jeff and we got Uno. What up? And that name will stick no matter what, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Freaking villains. <laughs> hey, yeah, trying to make anything. Whatever, fool. Trying to force nothing. We got Jay, the writer. Hello, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> what's the word of the day? Ubiquitous. Okay. Ubiquitous. And what's the definition? I'll get back to you on that one. Okay. You're like, I, you just said the word. You didn't tell me to define it. Exactly. If you asked too much of me. Dang. <laughs> we got no uh, Big Lou today. He uh, had to make a run for Pepinos, and he said, you know what? I'm not coming, so. <laughs> All right, that's cool. We, uh, of course, will have him next week. That's if there is a shortage of Pepinos, but. Uh, you know, it's so odd happen, because dude. cucumbers are ubiquitous. <laughs> oh! There you go. Whenever we say, ubiqu- I can't even say it, fool. <laughs> ubiquitous. There you go. There you go. Whenever you say that, we're going to all scream, whoa, I'm I down. guarantee you, we'll not say that word again. <laughs> we, <laughs> we should integrate a word, a word of the episode, dude. That'd be funny. And all while out like Pee Wee Herman. As long as it's not like, because everybody would be going crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> it should be like. Every time we say like, we should ring a bell. Or dog. Or whenever Michael Pena shows his, shows his ugly mug in this, uh, not ugly mug, we love Michael Pena. Shows up <laughs> in this episode, scream. Anyways, we have a we have a packed show for you guys. Um, of course, we're the only podcast that will give you a March preview in the middle of March. That's right, right. That's right. You know why? Because we're the beta port. That's how we do things. Hey, we do what we want. Exactly. It's, it's our, our podcast. show, homie. Whatever. You don't like it? We're sorry. Please stop, yeah, yeah, no. stop listening. <laughs> we want you to keep listening. Uh, if you don't like it, please let us know, and we'll improve the show as long as you give us more subscribers. Thanks. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And by the way, thank you for all our faithful listeners. We know we couldn't make it last week. Everybody decided to get sick, you know. Yep. And uh, everybody else. <laughs> yep. But uh, uh, no, but uh, we, we hope that you guys will join us this week. And uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy this episode. Please let us know what you think. Share with us. Give us suggestions. Um, everybody except the uh, villain of the show. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> 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 but uh, kidding. Thank you for that blog. Nope. <laughs> um, so let's um, let's move. On. So we got of course, like I said, we have a packed show. L- super late March preview, the trailer park, the pick of the week. We're talking about Daredevil, yo, man, hey, Daredevil dude. is ubiquitous. There you go. Oh! So, anyways, at least uh, on Netflix. There you go. So um, let's start off, dude. We can't go any further without dropping our phone. Wait, stop dropping your phone. Sorry, dude. Um, I just got a text. We, we can't go. Was it from Daredevil? It was from Matt Murdock. Oh, dang. We have to show that later. It's, it's, he shared a screenshot with me. It's all black, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the courtesy laugh, dude? Nah, dude. That's just messed <laughs> up, like, dude. No that's just messed up. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else, but let's move on. We can't go 
without starting off with the one movie we have on our trailer park this week. And we're going to start off with the trailer park. Hey, 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 hey. I just feel like chewing tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like making my own moonshine. <laughs> I feel like playing the banjo. I feel like putting on a wife beater. I feel like wearing sandals with one sock on. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did feel, that identify as? I feel like uh, buying an RV and removing the tires and, and replacing them with cinder blocks. <laughs> I feel like buying... Hey, don't uh, you have a, an RV inside your house for reals? Oh, your parents' house? Didn't they have one out there? No, nah, it was my grandpa who had an RV. Oh, that's what it was. R.I.P. <laughs> Thanks for leaving that in the will yeah, for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for leaving that in the will for me. <laughs> I wish you could see my angry face, listeners. Damn, that's angry. It is. Hey, <laughs> so we have only one movie in the trailer park because only one can fit this week because a trailer's dropped next week. If you're the only person that didn't actually watch this trailer, you need to stop what you're doing now and watch it right now. Pull over. If you're driving, pull over. If you're driving on the Metro, tell the Metro guy to stop. <laughs> no, actually, they can keep going. Yeah, they, they can keep going. Anyways, yeah, whatever. Fine. But I am talking about the one and only Captain America 3 Civil War. Dun, dun, dun. Watch the trailer now, but here's a small clip of the trailer and probably the most exciting part and surprising part of the trailer. All right. I've run out of patience. On the roof! Hey, everyone. And in case you're wondering, no, that is not Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber in the movie. Oh snap! No. <laughs> Baby, dude, it sounded like Justin Bieber when you hear that, dude. I what do mama, you mean? My mama don't like you. She <laughs> likes everyone. Dude, oh my god! Seriously, Spider Man, Spider freaking Man in the Marvel Universe. It's too late, though. How's what? it too late? Is it too late to say that I'm sorry? Freaking <laughs> <laughs> <an> idiot. Nice. <laughs> I got to give you points for sticking that in there. Yes. Dude, Spider-Man. I, I can't believe it. I honestly was super surprised that they actually let us see Spider-Man before the movie. I honestly thought they would save it for the movie. So when I saw that, I was like, what? Hell no, that's crazy. I know, dude, because I feel at this point, there's no... Real reason, to, dude. People are going to watch the movie regardless. They know, but they knew Spider Man was going to be in it. I don't think they would. They're saving anything and and keeping that from people. You know, actually seeing it before they go to the movies. I feel like like people are going to watch it anyways. I so. think that's. I think that's the point. People were going to go see it anyways. So why not leave for those people who would like to be? You know, I'm not not. not crapping on it i mean it's cool i was just surprised that right, right, right. i thought they were actually gonna wait until you actually saw the movie to see spider-man i think <clears throat> i think there's a couple hundred thousand listeners and uh, listeners a couple hundred thousand oh, you're talking people about the report? i know i know we have yeah. listeners yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a couple hundred thousand people who because they saw a clip of spider-man they feel like oh he's gonna be in it i'm gonna watch it because i think there might be a population out there that it doesn't care about Captain America doesn't care about Spider-Man. I mean, uh, <gasps> Iron Man, but they're super like Spider-Man like fans, right? Because Spider-Man is probably like the number one character in Marvel. So I think showing that little clip, 
maybe made people be like, oh, he's not just going to be like a footnote. He's going to be in it. I got to go. So I think I think that's what they were thinking. I I just that's mogul talk. I don't know if there's there. (laughs) Yeah, sorry for you guys. Just gave you some mogul uh, tweet that wisdom (laughs) from our hashtag mongol. I mean mogul. Uh, (laughs) um, I don't. You know, I don't know if it's their number one um, character. Uh, I know it's probably their most, um, in terms of the movies, in terms of the movies, it is their most popular character of all in terms of the comics and history and all that. But in terms of movies, um, it's, I mean, Deadpool has already passed, uh, uh, pretty much what all those, the, the, the uh, Spider-Man movies made already. So it's not even, it's not even that. I, I think though, there's still those, those people that, like you said, that do, you know, like Spider-Man a lot. Yeah. And obviously that's a, I mean, the fact that it's in the Marvel universe, incredible, but I know we had briefly, we're talking about the actual suit and I know there's probably a little bit of nerd talk for some people, but the actual suit of Spider-Man, it's about to get nerdy, right? It's, uh, you know, for those that know, know the actual suit that he's wearing is, is, is sort of a throwback to, uh, Steve Ditka. He's the original artist for, uh, Spider-Man. And, um, it kind of has that feel. It's got the, the, the those markings on the on, on the arms, on the at the bottom of the legs. I mean, it, is, it looks very cool. Although it, it was a little bit shiny as we were talking about, but it might be just the fact that it's not done yet, or it's just you know yeah. did it for the trailer. But um, I mean, we're only a few months away. But uh, I, I overall I like the way the character looked. Um, I wasn't too crazy that he sounded like Justin Bieber, but then again, that might be. Um, pubescent 80 yard later but um but anyways i think in terms of the voice i feel like it it needed to get across without showing his face that he's a kid Mm -hmm. and there's no other way that they're gonna do that obviously letting him speak and he's i think he's and then he writes actually they write music for teen girls yeah (laughs) tom holland i think his name is he's only 19 years old who's playing a 15 year old so I think they wanted to get that point across. He's not yeah. Andrew Garfield, who's like thirty years old, so trying to play like a seventeen-year-old or whatever. <laughs> so I'm on, but don't lie. I think um, <laughs> the uh, the other cool part that actually Jay pointed this out. What I didn't even notice is that um, when you right before he says, uh, "Hey guys, whatever," you can hear, and when he squints his eyes, you oh, hear yeah. like the mechanical sound. So you're gonna hear like the you know like the yeah, lenses. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a robotic lens or something closing. Dude, and and that's I don't know. That's what is what's up with that? There's something Is it mechanical, yes or no? And I'm thinking think? that it is because he's siding with with uh Tony Stark or whatever, Iron Man. So I'm thinking he had some influence on the suit. He probably gave him the suit, probably like in this like iteration of Spider Man. That suit is probably like gifted to him is he by com- Tony Stark. Is he completely on Tony's side though? Oh, the no, other maybe thing. he's like ultimate, like the ultimate Spider-Man. You know, like the comic version of the ultimate Spider-Man or whatever. So the rumor is that since he's like a scientist and Tony's like a scientist, right, too, right. that there's that you know bond. Uh, bond. There's that respect for each other, and so the the I, I think I read a rumor or something that it was Tony Stark who gave who gives him a, a better suit, and that's why you hear that mechanical kind of eyes and stuff. So yeah, and if but we you go back that to his ubiquitous influence was felt <laughs> by Spider-Man. Yes. It was. Oh! Um, then one thing we forget too, because like stupid Toby McGuire, not stupid. 
his movies were pretty good, one and two. But like that inner iteration, like the whole spider web came out of his like flesh. Oh yeah. But this in reality, mechanical. in the comic book, it was it was like a machine. So maybe maybe you know it points towards uh, Tony Stark being like the one who created that. Too. Yeah, and there's uh there's a breakdown too. It's like someone broke down the suit or whatever. It says that he has a freaking fanny pack. Like he has the um. Oh yeah. He has a utility belt. Yeah, you can see it if you kind of. Uh, I didn't. I, I haven't seen. That. I didn't notice that, but I heard yeah. people talking about. It. I read. Uh, you also see the bracelet stuff. Oh, do you really? Yeah, you actually what? see that he's got the web shooters too. Nice, yeah, so dude. It's, yeah, it's. I'm excited to see it. I can't wait. I mean, for those that that. Um, I guess because we're geeking out because this wouldn't have happened because Sony has the rights to right. Spider-Man and you would never see two studios sharing, you know, a, a the rights to a character. You know what I mean? Yeah. But of course, Sony's like, Marvel's doing something right with their movies. No, why not partner up with them and, you know, let them make something good out of it. And uh, either so, it, it, even though Sony still retains the rights, it's good for us. We win as fans because now you can put them in the oh, Marvel yeah. universe. I mean, Spider-Man is a part of the Avengers, you know, in the comic book. So it's definitely exciting. So I, I can't wait. You know, this is comes out what uh, May 26th comes uh, out in May. Yeah. May. Yeah. Of course, like the Betty report gives you uh, shaky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shaky. Uh, dude, one of the things that I, um, that I got most excited for, is seeing uh, Black Panther in this thing, dude. And you actually see him more like, you see his suit more in detail, you see him in action and stuff. And I think that character, because I've heard someone refer to him as like the Marvel Batman. Um, so I kind of like that. Like I, uh, like I like that idea of having that type of character in the Avengers. Because I heard that like, even though it looks like he's siding with with. Uh, Iron Man and, and like his team or whatever he actually has like his own agenda or whatever so he's trying to like you know make his own thing happen but he's like you know using Tony as a means for an end or a means to an end or whatever so I don't know I think it's just gonna be cool to actually see him on screen yeah yeah um, and then if you guys see the trailer it's also cool yeah Black Panther is obviously very exciting to watch too I, I, I love the suit yeah dude the suit looks pretty dope too and then um, you also see Ant-Man in, in action as he's, yeah. riding, as he's riding, riding the arrow, dude. Like Hawkeye's arrow. It's very cool. Very cool. So that's funny because they were saying like one of the, uh, that's like one of the, like the classic moves that the, you know, you have like the fastball special or whatever, like Colossus throwing Wolverine with like the claws out. But this was like the other like go-to move in like the Marvel universe, which is like <laughs> having Ant-Man ride one of Hawkeye's, um, when a Hawkeye's uh, arrows and like him just jacking stuff up. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's going to be so dope. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Sick. So we can't wait. Definitely is uh, something that, uh, that us as the Pedro report are super excited about. So, yeah, um, we'll probably go see it without big Lou again. <laughs> just saying. Um, so when we jump into, hold on, hold on. before we, before we move on teams, teams, um, where are you guys, where do you guys stand? Team cap, dude. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> we're all team cap, aren't we? Starts for, was it? It's for yeah. freedom, man. Oh, dude. I'm all yeah. Team. You know what? Maybe one of our listeners like, is going to have to give us reasons why he's team Iron Man. Team Iron or Man. Or she. Fascist. <laughs> Fascist. <laughs> dude, oh, one of the things too, because I forgot somebody was saying that, how are you going to have vision on your team? And like, like you would think that it'd be done after that. But I love that they added that little part where they show, um, 
Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Witch using, using her magic and just to like subdue him, him or yeah. whatever. So I'm like, that's cool, dude, because it kind of like adds like a different dynamic to what we've seen vision because like in even though he didn't get a lot to do but like in ultron that dude was just handling biz dude he was like freaking jacking robots up and uh he messed up ultron like in one blast or whatever so it made him look like he was just super powerful and and all. so I, I like that they added that little bit so that he's not like just like some crazy super powerful person who's like gonna take out the entire cap team some other nerd facts about you know them about the movie is that actually Scarlet Witch and the Vision in the comics are a married couple. Yeah, dude. So or an item. An item. Or an so item. I don't know. Is that going to translate to the movies? It's kind of you know crazy that she's fighting Vision, but there's a history there. Right. So I don't know. Because even in Ultron, he saves her. Yeah, from- I think it's a, just a little kind of a little you know Easter egg for the comic book right. fans that he's the hey, one that. Girl. You know, rescues her. So. Feel free to develop superhero syndrome for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um, That's so, anyways. A That's a thing. That's a thing? Yeah. Superhero syndrome? Yeah, dude. It's like if somebody saves you or intervenes in your life in a way that you feel saved, like you will develop romantic feelings for that person, dude. Like in speed? Like in speed, dude. Oh, dang. I know. Hey, dude. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, dude. Pop quiz. That's that. Pop quiz, hot chat. If Dude, I those. save you, you fall in love with me? <laughs> yeah. Answer is yes. <laughs> Tell that wild cat next to you. <laughs> okay, anyway. <moving> <laughs> Obscure 90s references. That's what you guys come to listen to. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to the uh, March preview. That's super on time. Oh, Jeff, you went to go see Zootopia, didn't you? I did. So that's, what do you think, dude? Was it good? Our, Should we go watch it? That's Should we our take March. our kids? That's on our March preview. <laughs> yes. Um, and yes, that's the first thing I have on our agenda is Zootopia. I took my kids, uh, the whole family, the wife and kids, we all went to go see it. And uh, we liked it. It was very good. It was surprising for there to be a very deep um, n- n- lesson within the, the film. They are real deep uh, 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 lessons about stereotyping and um, uh, racial profiling and uh, passing fear through the media. It's crazy. It's all those, you're like, man, it's kind of heavy for like, you know, kids. Not in a bad way where they won't get it because the movie itself is funny. The kids will enjoy it. It's very, um, you know, uh, um, uh, entertaining and the the... Voice actors are great. Uh, it was funny, though. The, there's a gazelle that's being voiced by Shakira. Oh, dude, I've seen that. I haven't actually watched it, but I saw the like the thumbnail or whatever on YouTube. Dude, you, I cannot understand a word <laughs> she's saying. <laughs> it's like she's singing. I'm like, uh, I'm like turning to Clyde. Dude, I don't get what she said. What, did, did you understand awesome. what she said? <laughs> I didn't hear it. I don't know what it was, but that was kind of funny to us. But... The movie itself, it's very funny. It's very cool. It's very entertaining. I don't know, dude. I've heard. Have you guys heard that her hips don't lie, dude? Yes. Yes. That's what I heard. I don't know. Her her waist is known for being honest. I see. I know. Can't lie with that. But um, yeah, so the, I mean, the, the story itself was pretty cool. I mean, if you guys haven't seen the sloth um, clip, I, I implore you to go to YouTube right now and 
put the sloth clip or you know type in the sloth clip and that that clip alone it's just the kids love it it's just hilarious but it's very cool but just that in itself it's it's um the story the way the whole world is actually really cool um it's uh zootopia is like their main city it's like downtown la you love uh-huh. metropolis you know the the core of the city and then the city split up into the different um uh climate regions you know they have their the desert and then they have the arctic land or whatever they call I it I forgot it. then they have the the rainforest region and then you know like that so but they're all connected they're all where they can travel within each other and zootopia so right. it's very cool the way they did that and the emotion that they put out there it's really cool so i i um uh, i uh recommend it if you guys go ahead and watch it yeah i'm not gonna lie dude i like went mm-hmm. to uh I went to the, the some movie spoiler website or whatever, and I was like, "Dude, I'm probably not gonna have a chance to watch this movie." So I just straight up just like read the synopsis of like the whole movie and like the whole breakdown and all that. And all right. Yeah, dude. Like, we're, we're gonna give a little plug here because this we've actually found this website because me and my brother and we have family and we have kids and sometimes uh, and Big Lou too, so we don't have time to go watch the movie. And sometimes we're like, "Oh, I can't wait." So. Maybe I'll just read about it. So there's a, yeah. there's a website called themoviespoiler.com. And is that the one you saw? Right? Yeah, that's what, yeah, the, the moviespoiler.com. And it's not a pirate uh, website. It, all it is is a website people where- people who have gone to watch the movie mm-hmm. and just give a breakdown of like a summary of the entire movie. Hey, why would we Which do that? Which is actually kind of impressive. That yeah, it's actually cool. It's actually cool. Movie, and yes, you spoiled the movie. And- uh, why do we do that? Because we're dumb. We just want to because yeah. we can't wait. We're like, oh, I'm just going to read it. And then uh, you end up knowing about the movie. Dude, so. it is hardcore addict. Dude, you end up reading things that you probably <laughs> wouldn't even watch to begin with. But I was like, dude, like freaking. You, you get the sense of, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm not going to watch it, but at least I know what yeah, the movie's like, about. At least I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So check it out if you guys want to. If there's a movie you're never going to watch, go to the moviespoiler.com. Yeah, at least you know how it ends. And Sometimes you save yourself money. You're like, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm glad I didn't spend the money. I'll like, I, <laughs> I wasn't going to watch it, but I read the Brothers Grimsby, uh, like, uh, spoiler too. And I'm like, dude, I am glad I read this and I don't have to go watch this <laughs> stupid movie. So, have you guys ever read a script and been like, oh, you know what? I wasn't going to see this movie, but now I'm going to go check it out. Um, I don't know. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, with all the scripts really. that come to my house all the time? Well, yeah, I got to... Oh, no, wait. I don't uh, get any scripts. <laughs> no, fool. I don't look for scripts. Scripts. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyways, Zootopia. Not bad. The next one we have on here is 10 Cloverfield Lane. D. And it's beginning. I I spoiled this one for myself too. (laughs) (laughs) I just read it today in the train. So yes, me too. Um, And we do have a a review from Noe Diaz Davis. Do you got that available there? Do you want to go ahead and read it? I do, but do you want to read it in your Boston accent, dude? No, not really. (laughs) I think the people want the the Boston accent. No, I don't think the people want that. Dude, you need to read it. You know what? Uno, you need to read it as Conor McGregor. I'm going to do it as Conor McGregor. Yes, there you go. 10 Cloverfield Lane review. Pretty solid movie as... (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you're... Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. But read it like like with the voice when he just lost. He just lost? Yeah, yeah. He just lost against... No, Davis. I can say Nate Diaz. No, no ideas. No ideas. I, I underestimate no ideas. Uh, here, here's his review. <sighs> 10 Cloverfield Lane review. 
pretty solid as its own standalone movie. It's somewhat within the Cloverfield universe, though it isn't really a direct sequel to the Cloverfield. <laughs> Some were Scottish. <laughs> John Goodman plays his creepy role pretty well, providing this is unsettling cut, cut, claustrophobic <laughs> experience. <laughs> John Goodman plays his creepy role pretty well, providing this is unsettling claustrophobic experience in the movie. I'm not sure how I feel about the ending of the movie, but I enjoyed the suspense factor and the sci-fi feel of the movie. This movie is this movie is definitely heavyweight checks. <laughs> heavyweight checks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, we need to have Conor McGregor. You know, saying, dude. read maybe read some iconic uh, monologues. What did I tell you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. So. Speed. So, uh, speed. Noe, I know. Noe Davis, uh, Noe Diaz Davis. Dude. I, dude, I, I even forgot Noe's name already. I, Calling him different I, things. I, I don't remember if it's Diaz or Davis, dude, but that's <laughs> why I go Noe Diaz Davis, dude. It's Noe Diaz. Noe, thank you for our uh, movie correspondent, uh, Noe Diaz Davis. Uh, and uh, apparently you like to give it, what, an 8 out of 10? Is that what he... Yeah, he did. He did. Out of 10. I like Nick's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it seems like it's good. You know, it, it's not directed by J.J. Abrams, but he has a hand in it, obviously. And uh, it's I, I love what he does in his movies, what he's done in other, like, Super 8, where he it's all secretive, never gives anything away. It's always like, what's the movie about? What is this and that? And um, it sounds interesting because I read the spoilers. So yeah, it dude. sounds <laughs> pretty interesting as to how the movie is put together. I think it's pretty clever of the... I think one of the tagline was the uh, what is it the the evil no monsters come in many forms yeah there you like go that? yeah yeah I'm inventing my own tagline yeah, here. dude but anyways um, yeah it sounds uh, and it it sounds clever the way it's done of course Noi uh, said something about he wasn't too crazy about the ending so I'm kind of interested why and how the film ended besides just reading it right and see how that translated into film but uh, yeah it sounds like it's a cool movie so. Um, and another review I heard too that uh, John Goodman is really good in this movie. He plays this role dude, really John well. John Goodman in general, I feel like that dude doesn't get enough credit. But I, I he's so like too. in a lot of really good movies. Even in the stuff like even in Argo, he didn't have a lot to do in that movie, but he was actually pretty good in that movie and just other things that he does too. Yeah, dude, I loved him in Home Alone, dude. How he rescued Kevin's mom, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, another large... Uh, actor. <laughs> gentleman yes uh, the name of John Jonathan Candy. Candy well I liked him on Blues Brothers dude like how him and his brother just kept him and James <sighs> were like driving around and like recruiting Ray Charles that was good yeah uh, that was uh, John Belushi well I liked him in freaking the big Lebowski dude when he's like over the line that was actually that, that actually was, was that was him. Hey, so he got that job, one right, dude. Yeah, third time's a charm, I guess, right? Dude, I had an Very interaction good. with him once where he was having an argument with his mom. It was like IP rent, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh actually, that is does that does that jive? Yeah, no, oh, that, my that, bad, that dude. It. No, that was it. <laughs> it was another large gentleman, no, but it no wasn't. Large, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it was not. 
I was going to say John Candy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's why I didn't say John Goodman. Hey, John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, hey, P.S. Real Goodman. quick, I just want to say that John Goodman is awesome and he was uh, an incredible and Big Lebowski and maybe we should revisit some of those clips on the Facebook. Boom. There you go. Post it. The other movie that I have on here, dude, it's- Wait, wait, hold up. Oh, what, what, For what, the 10 clear, I, I just thought it was really cool that that, like when they received the script, it wasn't even like- in any way related to Cloverfield. It was just like a random script that someone had like, that it just kind of came across J.J. Abrams' desk and he was like, oh, dude, let's twist it in this way to make it somewhat related to- Oh, I didn't know that. Really? To Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. So, or like just kind of make it like that type of movie or whatever. Well, they Um, haven't ruled out that it's not in the same universe. Right. It might be part of the same universe still, you know? For sure. So I thought that was pretty dope. Hey, I'm not surprised, mother- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay awkward pause um so yeah i was saying we were going back now to uh nostalgia with peewee's big holiday <laughs> no that guy man that guy's no no the didn't work he has a real stroke of genius <laughs> wow you know i, I think <laughs> Wow. The, f- the funniest part of everything is how much he makes himself laugh more than anything else. <laughs> I know, right? Listen to him. He's still cracking up. <laughs> he's still laughing about it. He's it red. like hardcore, like wheezing, too. It's like, he's just cracking well, himself stroke up. Stroke of genius. Because <laughs> oh of the God. theater thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh snap. Yep. Dude. Anyways, for people who don't know what we're talking about, go ahead and just Google Google uh, Pee Wee Herman <laughs> arrest. <laughs> yeah, arrest. Pee Wee Herman arrest. Yeah. Um. But anyways, he's back. So, regardless of that incident, dude, we need you need to play that song on this crap, dude. Ready? Tequila. That's such a great song, dude. Boom. It's an iconic scene, dude. But yeah, with, the, with the shoes yeah. and. His little dance and everything, and I love it. Dude, that's my dad. Dude, that's my dad's dance right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that fool rocks those parties. Yeah, yeah, dude. But um, yeah, the uh, the new movie, uh, it's weird because if you guys go see the trailer, it doesn't look like he's aged much. I mean, maybe if you take a closer look, you'll see the mobs of yeah. gobs of makeup on. But um, yeah, it looks. You know, I'll be too completely honest with you. I wasn't. It's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie oh, that's going to be like another, like his uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse or whatever. You no, know, it was like a series. No, it's an actual Netflix original Man. movie. It will be on Netflix. Back in the day, Pee Wee was ubiquitous. Oh! That is true, dude. Like, that one took over the world, dude. Like, Pee Wee was everywhere, which was pretty sweet. Because I still remember. It almost sounded like you said Pee was everywhere. Pee was everywhere. Pee Wee. Paging Mr. Herman. Paging Mr. Herman. <laughs> Dude, uh, I still remember like driving out to, I don't even know where the heck that freaking crab is, but where the big dinosaurs are. Oh, I know. And yeah, that's, that's like, dude. On our way to Arizona, wasn't it? I don't remember, dude. Honestly, I honestly don't remember. But it's like, dude, that I remember that because of, uh, of Pee Wee Herman, dude. And even though we went there, I remember it more from watching the movie than I do actually being there. Actually being there. Which is pretty sweet. That I movie... Know. Uh, it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right? Yeah, right. right we all right. visited that dinosaur because of him. Yeah, tell him Large Marge sent you. 
Dude, that movie's so good. <laughs> that movie's really good. But I, I'm not, I don't get the feeling that this will be as big as that one. Um, you know, it's it's. I think it's going to get some attention. I was just saying, it's on Netflix on March 18th is when you'll be able to watch it. Um, and uh, uh, I'm sure that people will be drawn to it. You know, for reasons of you know nostalgia, we just talked about right now. And but. Um, um, I'm not completely sold on it. I saw the trailer. It was okay. It was cool. Um, but uh, we'll see. I guess we'll uh, maybe next week we'll have a, a, a review. Um, maybe we have uh, Big Lou do a movie vault on. Nah, right? for that. he's still supposed to do a. I know. Forget Crouching it. Tiger, I think it's already passed. Damn. Whatever. We'll have him do something else. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So that's that's coming out on March 18th. Oh, and here it is, the big one for March. The movie we've all been waiting for. The movie that I cannot wait for. Seriously. I think we all know what we're talking about, right? Heck yeah, dude. Yep. yep. My big fat Batman Greek wedding oh, 2. Oh, Opa! Dang. Yeah. What? My big fat Greek wedding all 2. This. March 25th. Shish kebabs. Mm-mm. Feta cheese. Lamb. <laughs> Gyros. <Penis>. Gyros. <laughs> Hercules. <laughs> Yanni. <laughs> Yanni? <laughs> what the heck? He's Democracy. <laughs> Plato. <laughs> we could do this all day. Yeah, Aristotle. <laughs> Damn, um, those Greeks are so good, dude. I'm so excited dude. they're back in theaters. Really, right? Yeah. And then I guess, I guess there's that other movie too. Um, I guess if we're going to talk about it, right? Batman vs. Superman. Dawn of Justice. Dun, dun, dun. What? But the thing is, the Greeks gave us democracy, dude. Yeah, but I think in this case, you know what? We'll just we'll put it out there because I know people like my big fat Greek wedding. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I make like, This is okay. Like, back to super. Let's be real here. No, no, no. For real though. But talking about my big fat Greek wedding, dude. Talk about one of those. Uh, it's like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon again, dude. It's like it totally missed. It's like time, isn't it? Isn't it too late to make a number two? It is. I feel like to do number two. I feel like if yeah, you need that's a, true. If you need to make a number two, you need to make a number two. <laughs> exactly. You gotta handle your business. You gotta handle. So. Yeah. But uh, um, <laughs> I, I feel like yeah. the studios are getting kind of lazy because Zoolander, this movie. Yeah. See, so like my Zoolander crushing, too. That makes, crushing, yeah. yeah. Like, dude. Hey, studios, step it up, dude. Hey, stop doing, you know, unnecessary sequels. Seriously, let's be original, sequels, Hollywood. That's what's up. Come on, Hollywood. The beta report is telling you to do some... Be original, original, dude. But anyways, yeah, it is weird. Like, what, 30 years? Or I don't know how many years later Shut they do... It hasn't been 30 years. I don't know, dude. I'm just trying to... I'm say, hyperbole. dude. What the heck? I'm trying to make it more dramatic, dude. 30 years. 50 years ago, my big fat Greek wedding came out Dang, first. Hey, dude. Back then, it was my skinny wedding. <laughs> <It's> skinny wedding. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, uh, it's weird. But anyways, um, no, of course, the movie that we're really, really just cannot wait for is Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. Are we though? Well, I guess. Really? We're nerds, dude. That's true. I Come guess on. we have to. We gotta be no, excited No, no, but it. in all seriousness though, I, dude, like, I'm finding it really hard to get excited for this movie for some reason. Like, I'm like, dude, I wanna, I'm more excited about uh, watching Ben Affleck as Batman Cause like just in the parts that they've shown, like he seems like super brutal and like he's like just freaking knocking dudes over and and flipping them over with just like one punch. But it's not like, dude, and I like Henry Cavill too. But like, I just have like such a bad taste in my mouth because of the, the Man of Steel. Man of Steel, dude. Yeah. Look, 
Yeah, even, man. even being comic book fans and comic book movie fans, or at least me, I'll speak for myself, I was not crazy about Man of Steel. In fact, Zack Snyder, for me, is starting to reach Michael Bay status. Ding. Okay? That's, to me, I hated what he did with Man of Steel. Like, um, you know, there's a scene in Man of Steel where uh, Pa Kent, Jonathan Kent, yeah. played by... Um, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, thank you. Um, he tells him, there's a scene where Superman saves a bunch of kids oh, yeah, on a I bus. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He sa- they're, they're, the bus falls in a lake or something, and young Clark Kent... Pushes it out. Sees... Intervenes. Yeah, sees what the situation is like. Uses his power for... Knows his power, does not care in what position he puts himself in. Selfless. Selfless. <laughs> saves these kids. A true hero. Right? American. Puts... It, these Wait, kids first before himself saves these kids. Noble dude and, even and goes back in the water to save the bully kid. Right, like and like just takes that fool out like nothing. What does Pa Kent say? Oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, you're the best. You you are exactly what I taught you. No, he does not say that. He tells him, like, "Yeah, you should. You do not do that. You need to protect yourself." And then the and then uh, should I let Clark them drown? Said, yeah, should I let them drown. Maybe. Maybe. Oh my God. Seriously? You guys don't know how much this boils my blood. Yeah, because it ruins Superman. The, like, the that, fact, like, look, like the foundation. Look, <clears throat> Superman is tell me. Superman because yeah, of his no, no, parents. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But, but really, tell me how you feel. Yeah, let me tell you. Let tell me, tell me you. dude. Let me tell you. Like, let's, let's get, let's, let's yeah, get, go, let's get serious here, right? Let's uh-huh. get here, right? I'm leaning in. Superman, listen. Mm-hmm. Superman? Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. His... He is Superman <laughs> yes. because of his parents. Mm-hmm. Word. Superman, Superman is the moral Marvel. compass that he, or the moral compass that he has is because of Ma and Pa Kent. They raised this kid to be the, who he is as Superman. Selfless, noble. He doesn't care about himself, but others. That's in the comics. That's the whole reason why he is the way he is. It's not his powers. It's what he does with his powers because he was taught to be that way. Right? Right. So in right, the if movies, not, he'd be Zod or whatever. Right. He'd be like exactly. someone else. Or any bully who could use these, these right. powers uh, in, a, in a terrible way. But in the movie, what Zack Snyder gives us is um, uh, Jonathan Kent who's telling him, Maybe you should save these kids. Come on, that is the most ridiculous, worst thing I've ever heard. And I may be making more of it, but that's as a comic book fan, as a person who actually likes uh, uh, Superman, as a kid, as a person who named his son Jonathan Kalel. Ruana, come oh, on, that's where it comes. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Got to it. me, that was. It was horrible. I was like, oh my God, that's not how it should be. But even, and even on that level too, like as a dad, like would you ever find your, like would you put in that position, would you ever tell Jonathan Kalel, like, hey dude, no, like don't save those people because they, they might discover you or they might discover your powers or whatever. And then what's going to like, you know, I might lose you or whatever. I mean, would that would that really? Because I'm trying to think. Like, is this is this is his attempt at making a gritty, down to earth type? Like, this is like a real human response to a person with powers. Like, come on, would you say something like that ever to your to kid? To kid? Yeah. No, I mean, no, of course not. You know, I, I, I mean, he's first of all, you're 
you're indestructible, so I don't, not much to worry about because you're going to be able to, you know, survive it. But yeah. to teach, to, when you have an opportunity to to teach your kid about being selfless and caring about others, yeah, why not take it? But now you're going to teach him think about yourself and don't save people's lives. Yeah, I don't know. Although I, when I think of it, what my dad would say, he'd probably go, ooh. Yeah. No, I don't think my dad would say that. Or our dad would say that. But um that probably would. <laughs> probably would. I'm just kidding. No. Uh so so that's why in, oh and of course in Man of Steel, the destruction of Metropolis just seemed super ridiculous, dude. I mean, Superman again, thinking about who he is he would automatically think of the people and take Zod to a desert or to a forest, somewhere where there's nobody. But what does Superman and Man of Steel do? He throws Zod through a, a building where there's full of people. Yeah. Now, it, a lot of people complained about it, and of course, to their advantage, they're going to go ahead and put this in Batman versus Superman and incorporate it into the story where Batman is upset with Superman because of the destruction he brought upon mm. Metropolis. So I guess to their advantage, they're going to use that, but yeah. you know, more to, you know, because to, to appease the fans who were upset about that, like me, one of them that were, you know, all this destruction that was done. I mean, come on. I think there's a part in the movie before that big uh, climatic scene where Superman grabs Zod or one of the, I forgot if it was one of the other guys, and throws them into a, a gas station where there's people in there. Yeah. And there's an explosion. I'm all, come on, man. So I know I know he's just learning how to use his powers, but just because you're learning doesn't mean you're going to not care about the safety of other people. Mm. You know? And so that, to me, kind of ruined it. It was it was dumb. It was not what I liked. Now, and, and, I, and I think just uh, to, to just kind of piggyback on what you're saying, I think that's kind of where I'm at, too, where... I feel like they've kind of taken Superman in like the Dark Knight direction or whatever and then just try to put like try to put like this like realistic shade on him and like oh yeah you know someone with those powers like Superman would cause destruction would like it's inevitable like you know th- that that whole type of thinking and I just I don't think that's true dude like I and that's what's making it hard for me to get really excited about this movie and that you know they've already kind of mishandled Superman, who was really like the one of like the easiest characters I think to adapt, and like people just automatically care for Superman. And and I guess it's hard to just continue to do like an origin story and then try to make it new every time. So maybe that was like their attempt at making like a new Superman story or whatever. But um, I don't know, dude. That's it's, I'm, it's like an uphill battle for me right now. I know that I'm gonna watch a movie anyways. It's gonna. It, I'm sure it's gonna be a good movie. But I don't know. I'm not as excited as I am. Like you know, it's kind of like I said, like the like a barometer test that you that we kind of had like unintentionally with that post that we had on Facebook. Like everybody, it was supposed to be a Batman versus Superman post, but it ended up becoming a Captain America Civil War Cap versus Iron Man post. Um, and that's, and that's what I was saying. It was like, it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like, it was kind of like a barometer of, of popularity or like where people are actually putting their attention and it's more on, you know, the Marvel side than it is on the DC side in terms of these two movies. So I don't know, dude. I don't know. I predict this movie is going to be more 
Batman Begins and not Dark Knight. What I mean by that is like, it's going to be great at the moment and cool and you can watch it, but it's not going to be in the realm of classic um, comic book movie like Iron Man, like, you know, like Dark Knight. I think it's going to be good, but it's not going to be great. Um, yeah, I, I, it won't be no Deadpool. No, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think the, the, so draw, the draw of the movie, of course, is the battle between Batman and Superman. So yeah. that's what I'm excited about seeing. I want to see the the drag out, dirty, you know, just hit by hit and knockouts of this stuff and everything. So I'm really kind of you know looking forward to that. So that's what I'm looking forward to. So, dude, how do you guys feel? Because because uh, we. Uh, Vic, one of uh, the listeners, um, posted something. <clears throat> excuse me, on one of the posts because we were all when you actually made like a Batman versus Superman post um, clear. <laughs> the what? I made a Batman Superman post clear. Right, right. <laughs> um, and a lot of people were siding with Batman, and he was, you know, all about Superman or whatever. Um, and and he was just kind of saying that like the use of kryptonite has become kind of like a cop out for you know, someone to beat Superman. Cause in reality, uh, what is it like? It's kryptonite and magic. I think that, um, you know, uh, that can weaken, uh, Superman. Um, but what do you guys think about them? Obviously kryptonite is going to play a part in this. It's the only way that Batman can actually like compete with, um, with Superman. But how do you guys feel about that? Like that they're using that, like kind of played out, plot device i guess to well i don't know if it's clear yet that like kryptonite is his weakness yeah well, is, is that it? his weakness yeah uh i don't think that's out yet um maybe yeah, like not. like i don't like know in this universe you mean yeah no 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 like is kryptonite superman's weakness yes absolutely right i think that's universal right but i just don't know if that's been discovered or unveiled in this universe yet right right, right. like i don't think batman or bruce wayne knows that yet yeah that's what, I, so, I mean, I haven't seen any, like, I don't remember any, like. I think it's in a trailer, though. I think, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, yeah, Lex yeah, Luther, He finds, a, 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 right, right, right. Uh, a yeah. glass case or something like that. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I, the thing is, I think we haven't seen, like, I haven't seen Batman, like, really facing down, like, Superman without it, or, like, or, without with kryptonite there hasn't been like any sort of like allusion to it so i think that we might see like a one-on-one like straight up like batman's preparation and skill versus superman yeah so i mean i don't think it's gonna i don't like i think he's making the assumption that we're gonna see kryptonite. i don't think we will i think maybe jc i think maybe like lex luther will use it but not bruce wayne not yet i don't know dude i kind of feel like i kind of feel like the it re- I, I don't see how else he can actually fight one on one with Superman without it. That's why he has the armor, though. Yeah, but I, I mean this this dude like like my brother was saying he threw a dude through a building and like you see him like I don't know doesn't he like throw a freaking I don't know like I, I feel like the suit wouldn't really do much. Whoa, I know, whoa, whoa, I know that's whoa. one of the things too. Is like the, he's he's like not only like thrown through a building but then he's like slammed down by superman and yeah you would think that would probably hurt him a bit but yeah you know dude it's it's these are comic book movies you're gonna yeah. have to <laughs> you know uh, suspend your you know disbelief for a little bit you yeah. know and and just enjoy the movie at this point but b- besides my problems with man of steel i'm still looking forward to it i'm still gonna go watch it 
I'm excited about the fight, so that's what I'm going to look at it. So, I don't know. What would Conor McGregor say about the fight? I think you're lining up with me. I dust them both. <laughs> dust them. <laughs> Big checks. Heavyweight checks. Weight doesn't matter. Yeah, cool. I, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I, like the, I, I, Visually, obviously, it's going to be good. Zack Snyder always does like good visual uh, or gives us good visuals. Uh, I, I'm going to watch it that weekend. So I'm definitely going to bring you guys a review um, and let you guys know what I think about it. And we'll, we'll you know, obviously, we always look at through um, Rotten Tomatoes, too, and see what, what the world is saying about it. So we'll definitely be hearing about it. You're not going to be able to get away from it. Right. People right. are going to be talking about it, so we'll see what it says. So, anyways, uh, let's move on because there's we've got some other stuff, and then of course we want to talk Daredevil um, up next too. But what are some of the Netflix stuff that we want you guys to watch, or that we would suggest you guys watch that is out this month? Well, House of Cards, of course. F you, twenty sixteen. Frank Underwood. Now, Claire, <laughs> I dude. do believe this young opponent's ubiquitous campaign will be overcome I was just gonna wait for him by to sheer guile and deception dude so while we have huh? while eating ribs while eating no well there's there's a reappearance of Fred I didn't realize that we had a master impressionist on here dude oh dude with Boston accent or whatever we got somebody who can uh, turn into what, what would Slice Stallone say about it yeah yeah <laughs> 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 oh snap that was awesome yeah um but uh Dude, i'm you've in the binging you've been binging i've been binging i've bit. been binging and i think season four is better than season three for anybody that's out there and this has been a very captivating different and uh engaging uh series so yeah nice. check it out Dude, I saw the first episode and that's it. I haven't watched any any of the season uh, four? No, I, no, 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 of the entire series. Of oh, like the season entire one, series? yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the the series itself is um, background of it is all the politics, right? right. But it it's also a uh, when you look at the way Frank Underwood and this character of what he I mean, what lengths he would go for power. Basically, is what it is, and and it's not just him; it's him and his relationship with Claire, which is his wife, and just it's not even a marriage. Which I think, even at this point in this season, you start seeing it's actually more of a partnership. It is a partnership, you know, and and it's just honestly to me, and I've I've already watched all of season four. Um, their relationship is just just creeps me out. It is. It's, it's just, creepy. It really is. It really creeps me out. And the way um, uh, Frank understands what the relationship is, you know, and the way she understands what it is and how they, you know, there's a there's an episode in this season at the breakfast table. Very awkward. Yeah, it's like the, it's just, it made me feel so uncomfortable. But itself, the, the show itself is actually pretty good. Um, this season was actually, I, I think in this season, you know, the, the 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 benefit of having a show like this is where you can binge the whole thing. Um, but I think in this benefit, you can actually just watch like uh, six episodes and it's like one story and then you got the final six, which is like the second half to this whole season. Right. So you could definitely take a break, one through six, and then watch the rest, you know? It's the benefit of watching stuff through Netflix. But 
it's it's still it's it's so good, but it's also um, very like um, disturbing in some in some sense of how the story goes and what the relationships are like. So it's it's a, it's a trip. I don't know. Did you have you watched all of it? Uh-huh. I'm not done. I got two more episodes to go. But uh, what do you think so far? Well, I just, I, I just said it, dude. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Based on what you guys have seen, would you beta approve? Oh yeah, this definitely beta. Approved. I, yeah, I would. I, I it would definitely watch it. I mean, season three was the the worst season on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, season one just is crazy. I, I think if anything, uh, at least watch season one, and and you'll see the whole story and and just the just crazy lengths that this. But as does. a series, would you guys approve? So like, it, it's worth watching season one all the way through season four. I would. Yes, yeah. it's it gets slow. I think season two and three aren't that great, but season one and season four have been really. Like excellent, and it, and and it looks like this is one of those type of shows where you have to watch. Yeah, every you do season it is, in order to understand what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It does build on itself, so you do need to do. It's that. actually pretty cool if you think about it. Like, you yeah. have a continuous story from the first episode of the first season to the last episode of the fourth season. That like there's like a string kind of guiding all of the events like that just happened. I think the benefit of these shows that are on Netflix is that there's one big story. You know what I mean? Instead of having like the you know in a regular season on network TV is like 22 episodes, 22 23 episodes. So you're gonna have filler episodes, throwaway episodes, and maybe in one of these episodes they'll have the overarching story. You know, in within this and shows like this on Netflix and on these streaming things, they can dedicate all these episodes to this story and and serve the story itself. And that's why they're so good because you're going to get hardly any filler episode. A lot of them is going to be integral to the story itself. So that's what I, that's what I think is, is, is a, uh, it's pretty interesting in, in that, in that way. But anyways, the other, the other thing I see too, like is you kind of see consequences a lot more clearly in this be in the, in like through the binging, you know, like right now, this kind of like, uh, like this forgotten storyline is reappearing in season four. Like it's, it's from prior season. Yeah. 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 Oh, dang. like it didn't really touch so much on season two and three, but now in season four, like, Oh, this is going on. He did this in season one, two, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. now it's like, now and you see it somebody, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's resurfacing. Yeah. Hey, and that's pretty sweet, dude. But That's Netflix, awesome. man, they're not sleeping because you know what else is coming out this month? Daredevil. Dang. Daredevil, which which uh, is going to move us on to the uh, next part of our segment. We want to talk a little bit about Daredevil because we've been waiting for it. And we'll, and we'll incorporate this as our actual pick of the week because how oh, can we not? Yeah. March 18th, whole season of episode, I'm sorry, of uh, season two of Daredevil will be available and I cannot wait. But let's start off real quick. What is, and who is Daredevil? For those who haven't seen it, for those who haven't um, actually seen season one or for people who naturally haven't heard it and have been spared the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Right. Because <laughs> we'll tell you first, do not watch the Daredevil Ben Affleck movie. You can completely skip that yes. part of Marvel history. Pretend it wasn't there. So who is Daredevil, a.k.a. Matt Murdock. Not Batman? Not Batman. Not Batman. No, he's not. He's the devil of Hell's Kitchen. Yes. He's uh, Matt Murdock. So Matt Murdock, who is he? He's a... um, Give us go. One minute synopsis. Ready? Ready, Set, go. Go. Boom. 
he is a kid whose father was a boxer and uh, actually a, a famous boxer. He uh, was writing in many iterations of the origin story. Basically, he uh, crashes into, uh, while riding his bike, into a container that has radioactive waste or whatever, and it falls all over his face and his eyes, generally making him blind, but in the process, heightening all his senses. So he's got like super human senses for everything else. Pretty much has like a radar type uh, hearing sense, hearing sense where he could see things through radar and stuff, but everything else is super heightened hearing, smell, touch, everything else. So basically that's what he is. And he learns how to use that. Um, later in life, uh, he becomes an attorney, but the, for the ones that get away in the justice system, well, he finds him through daredevil and makes the criminals pay. A couple of things to add to that too. Like because he was a kid with heightened senses, he was tortured by his heightened sense because he would hear things and feel things excessively. So he was taught by this ninja master voodoo kicker guy named Styx. Um, showed him like how to concentrate and how to focus his his energy and heightened sense. And I do kind of like, I want to share this because I think I've read this and I thought it was pretty cool. But he can read by just like touching a piece of paper and like, even though like the, the bumps of ink are, the, you know, like microscopic or whatever to us, like he can read that way. So the only time that like, if you want to really stump him, you hand him ma a magazine that's been laminated and he's screwed. Dang. Yeah, that's his weakness, dude. You guys didn't know. So like laminated. Superman's got kryptonite. Daredevil's got lamination. Just so you guys know. Just so you know. There you go. That's legit. So, okay. So now that you know the super brief history, the beta report approved brief history of <laughs> Daredevil, um, why should we watch it? So I got a couple of reasons why you should watch the series. And we'll go start off with people who haven't seen season one and basically just jump into season, uh, season two. Um, so why should we watch it? The characters. Great. Great characters. characters. You got Matt Murdock, of course, who we explained who is Daredevil. The whole, um, uh, it, it, the, the fact that he's a superhero that doesn't exactly have the, the super abilities like others, like super strength or whatever, although these high senses are the superhero abilities, but he's still, man, he still gets beat up. You still see that he's got bruises and cuts and he still gets right. tired. He's still, but it's his will. It's the heart that he has to continue. And, and the way that Netflix has done it is incredible. Really good. Matt Murdock. I was kind of, you know, I, you know, I'm not sure about Matt Murdock because I didn't know anything about him. Charlie mm -hmm. Cox, who was playing him. Um, but it's, it's a great, it's really good. I think uh, it, it does really well. Foggy Nelson. Again, I wasn't too crazy about the casting, but he does a really good job. I think he did a really good job. You'll enjoy this character, Foggy Nelson, which is his best friend and partner at their law firm. And uh, it's really cool. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, he is. Definitely the heart. Yep. And then there is um, Karen Page, who's like the slash friend love interest. She's actually a victim in the story and ends up being friends with uh, Foggy Nelson and um, uh, Matt Murdock. I like the fact they didn't force any kind of the love interest. He's the love interest in the comics, but you don't totally see it. Uh, through the season and I like that because they didn't have to force it you know right. they didn't have to put any you know sexual content in order for you to I'd really 
get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, and of course, we can't say enough about Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk. I thought that was one of the best depictions of, and we've talked about it in the past, of Wilson Fisk, aka that one, the Kingpin. Yeah, dude, that one was almost like perfect casting because he has the look and he almost has like that, like methodical, like just uh, like subtle craziness that I guess like a like really smart evil genius type person would have um so it's almost like scary dude because not only is his size intimidating but his like his demeanor like his uh like that slow uh you know that slow burn that like becomes like his killer rage or whatever to like take people out is just um it's just really cool dude and so yeah his character was definitely one that i enjoyed Probably, aside from maybe Kilgrave, was like one of the better Marvel villains too, like just in terms of, of their uh, interpretation of, of that character. So I enjoyed it, dude. It was pretty sick. And I liked, I like uh, Claire Temple too, who was a Rosario Dawson, the night nurse. Yeah. She was also like a great presence and kind of like, <clears throat> I think sometimes like she kind of took on the voice of the audience, right? Like he's getting destroyed and you're like, why are you doing this dude? Stop, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, like, she kind of voices that, you know, and she brings it out of the character. She, she was a really great addition that, and she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second points. That points for that yeah, definitely. definitely so why else did you watch the the daredevil season one the story the story itself is like i said again you have a pretty human superhero mm-hmm. you know with only you know the certain abilities and just the story itself about him and him coming to terms with being daredevil and being called the devil of hell's kitchen and that whole story i think they did a really good job so it, you'll you'll I promise you, if you haven't seen it and you start watching it, you'll really enjoy the story um, and the action for all our guys. I know girls like action too, but the uh, the action in it itself is is so good. The choreography, the martial arts in it, and there's one scene in episode two, I believe, the fight in the hallway. The hallway scene. Just check that out, and you'll see how awesome and how well it's done. It's just one camera in the hallway, and him him fighting a bunch of you know. Um, a bunch of henchmen and just just that scene itself is really well done so good dude because even that it kind of pushes that uh that um the fact that he's not like a superhuman being or whatever like he's just like a dude who has these high senses but still gets tired still gets beat up still like but you see it in that scene dude where he's just like he has his hands on his knees and he's like he sees the other guy there and he's like i i still need to get this guy but I'm going to take a break really quick because i just been like, I just took these other five guys out or whatever. It's nothing like you see like it, the Captain America dude, like where he can, he, he literally took down a freaking uh, helicopter and, and, uh, and Winter Soldier, you know, all by himself with like motorcycle or whatever. But in this one, you just kind of see him, dude. Like it's just him, like just plugging away, like getting all these like bad guys done. And I don't know, dude. Just like yeah, that scene. If you guys, you could, you guys could probably even find that on YouTube. Um, just that one scene, just to kind of get a feel for what like the series is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, <clears throat> now we're getting into season two territory and why we want to watch and why you should be watching Daredevil, um, the Punisher. Well, the Punisher, they, they're actually putting in the Punisher. If you guys don't know who that is, that's uh, a character by the name of Frank Castle, who used to be a cop who gets his whole family uh, killed and, and basically becomes the most uh, a vigilante, notorious and most successful vigilante in all of uh, comic dumb. Um, it's just uh, 
I think uh, John Bernthal, who's playing the Punisher, Dude, probably I, I just spoke of perfect casting with with Wil- Wilson Fisk. Dude, this is like beyond perfect casting. Like I liked um, Thomas Jane. Is that his name? In yeah. The, in the um, in the movie version of Punisher, or one of the movie versions of Punisher. Um, but dude, this is just like this is just perfect, dude. Like the intensity this dude brings. Like uh, he has kind of like the like, the physicality. May, may, maybe not like like the like the muscle or whatever, whatever, but just like but the like aggression. Yeah, he has like that no. presence on screen, dude. That he's like intimidating and like. You can see, like, if that dude is walking towards you, you walk another side of the street, dude. Like, you don't want to be on, like, facing that dude or whatever. So, uh, this, like, this got me more excited than anything else, uh, even more than, like, and I'm sure you'll get to, like, Electra and all that stuff, but just adding, having the Punisher in there, oh, dude, it's going to be so sick. Yeah, it's definitely I, good. I think the first time where you see that whenever, you know, a lot of times when you hear people or when you hear uh, a casting made, there's the people who like it, the people who hate it. Yeah, I didn't hear anybody say they hated the casting of John Berthal as the Punisher. To, to just to let you know how uh, good the casting was, and, and and the things that we've seen, the little clips of him as the Punisher, just looks awesome. It just like I can't wait. I definitely think that's going to be a real good reason, and I hope we're right because we will watch it. You know when it comes out, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty good. The other um, reason, and you had mentioned a little bit, was Electra. And um, Electra, and again, do not watch the Jennifer Garner uh, version of Electra. Yeah, um, dude. I love Jennifer Garner, but uh, the Electra movie was crap. So don't watch that. But it is um, uh, Electra Nachios. She's Greek. Olives. Right? Lamb. We were on the right path talking <laughs> about my big fat That's Greek true. wedding. But um, she is. Uh, and it's funny if you guys see in season one, there's actually a, a reference to her. Yeah. When he asks about, "Hey, what's up that. with that Greek chick that you were dating in college?" So that was a throwback to uh, Electra. She is Greek, but she's an assassin, a ninja assassin, and um, she is uh, was a love interest, but then again, sort of a villain in the comic books. But she's one of those where would pass between being a villain and helping um, an antihero. Um. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, mostly a villain though. But uh, the I don't know. Elodie Young is the actress who's playing it. I've Dude. never heard of her. Is she in something good? I mean, uh, that Dude, we know about her. If you guys like for the <laughs> Dude, there's one good scene in the GI Joe movie, dude, and it's the she's the the oh, female sequel, huh? right? she's the female ninja uh, in the uh, Snake Eyes scene where they're trying to capture um, uh, freaking. Who are they trying? They're trying to get a what's his name? Storm, Storm Shadow. Shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're trying to capture Storm Shadow. But that whole scene, it's like it's her and freaking Snake Eyes, dude. Yeah. Best part. I watched that movie just to like watch that scene, dude. It's the mountain scene, right? The mountain scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like the the female ninja in that. I didn't realize that, that was movie. her. So I was like, dude, that kind of got me excited for this too, because yeah, I mean, she did a good job there, you know, with like all the sword play and all that stuff. So. I'm pretty sure she's going to do good to here too. And my last reason of why you should watch it, you can binge it. There's no other reason. It's there. It's going to be there for the pretty much the life of Netflix. So you can just watch it at your pace. Watch the whole season, the weekend, or watch a few, however you want to do it. It's the, it's the best part about this new format that are coming on these shows with and with Netflix. And 
man, you could just, just binge it. So uh, that's another reason why you could just go ahead and watch it and watch it at any time. In fact, you know what? Don't watch this. Uh, don't watch House of Cards yet. Watch this first. Then you can go back to House of Cards. But we definitely recommend that you go out and watch Daredevil. So, you know, before we close out, what do you guys think? Do you want to give uh, any last words about uh, Daredevil and encourage people to go watch it? Dude, honestly, if people haven't seen the first season, you just got to drop everything and go watch that. Like like Jeff said, just binge the first season and just kind of get a feel for what it's like, what the uh, what all the characters are like. Uh, dude, I guarantee that you won't be disappointed with this, dude. It's probably one of the better, like one of the best fleshed out like Marvel stories. And it's because of, like you said, like the format of having like an entire season to tell one story and it just it and like every episode kind of serves its purpose to like push the that that uh that story forward um yeah dude this is like by far one of the better marvel um stories that we have like on film um to this day so definitely you guys got to watch the first season and then watch the second season I would say if you're really, really skeptical, like, eh, I'm just going to ask you, just, just do me one favor. Just, just one favor. Just watch the white rabbit episode from episode one. And if you don't like that episode, you can let us know. We suck. Blah, blah, blah. Join the Ryan Moore crew. And Ryan who? (laughs) Ryan who? I don't know who that is. So, um, yeah, check out the white rabbit. Check out the white rabbit episode. It's really good. So, yep, that's that's our pick of the week, Daredevil. So go ahead and watch it, guys. But anyways, we've come to the end of the show. Thank you so much for you guys for joining us, for listening, for being such faithful listeners. You guys are the best, honestly. Best listeners anybody can have. The hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of thousands of thousands of listeners. Thank you so much to those 20 that listen all the week. Yeah. But no, seriously, thank you guys so much. Please, we ask of you guys, um, we're going to ask of you guys something um, specifically you guys. If you guys uh, haven't subscribed to iTunes, we'd ask that you guys go ahead and give us a review on there. It'll help us kind of get more visible out there. So give us a review. Let us know how you guys feel about the show. And uh, uh, of course, um, uh, we only accept four or five star reviews. No, just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, just go ahead and review us. Let us know what you think. If you haven't uh, subscribed and this is your first time listening, subscribe to it, man. Tell your friends about it. Share with us. Like our Facebook pages. Uh, we're on Instagram at Beta Report, uh, at the Beta Report, and on Twitter at the Beta Report. So for the Beta Report, we'll be here next week, hopefully with Big Lou as well. And for the Beta Report, this is Jeff. This is Uno. This is Jay. Until next week. Adios. Peace. I just want to say goodbye too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>